I'm Mike. I'm Mike, and I got Matt with me. Bear with me. Uh, I'm sick right now, so uh, we'll just leave it at that. That's why I sound completely horrific. But uh, today we have a variety of things that we're going to go over, from the Phoenix Coyotes to the Blackhawks to um, to Ottawa, the Brady Kachuk's Brady Kachuk situation. Uh, some devil's news and uh, captains and holding out because uh, there's a few stars. Well, one potential star and another star holding out. Uh, two stars, actually, so somewhat holding out. But uh, we're going to get started right from the get go. Patrick Kane made a statement that he doesn't he didn't know anything about the sexual assault allegations at the time. Uh, th- this is his word. And the reason I bring this up is because Nick Boynton mentioned that everybody in the locker room knew what was happening. And Patrick Kane is saying that's not the case. Taser said that wasn't the case as well, because uh, I don't know if you remember, Matt, he mentioned that he didn't find out about it until the, until the following training camp year. And, um, and this is one of those things where you can't just say blanket statements like everybody knew about it, you know, because you don't know who knew about what or who was paying attention or or, 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 or what have you. What I will say is, is that I am looking for some, you know, some kind of accountability from the Blackhawks coming up, man. There, you know, there has to be something. They mentioned that there was, they were, they were going to be very forthgiving with the information and, and, the, and the investigation. And to be honest with you, there's been crickets out of uh, Danny, Danny Wartz's office. I haven't heard anything from the guy, you know, it kind of gives you the impression that maybe they're looking for it to blow over somewhat, but uh, maybe that's not the case. How do you feel about the, the pace of the investigation so far? Do you think that, that they're, they're really burning on it, you know, trying, trying to get it solved or do you think they're kind of just giving it a slow burn? Yeah, I think they're just being patient and they're waiting for everything to come out before, you know, making up, something that could be wrong coming out i mean i it's just a it's a freaking horrible situation and back to kane i i believe him i maybe he didn't know because uh i know in 2010 if i'm on the blackhawks i'm focused on one thing the stanley cup and guess what they all won the cup and you know maybe nick boyton and brun sopel could say that everybody knew but you know what you can't speak for everybody you can't uh but as far as this investigation, I think it's, I hope it, all this stuff comes out before the season starts so they can move mm-hmm. on, do their thing, and let's focus back on hockey because that's the main thing here. We, I, I, I want to I wanna watch the Hawks play hockey. I don't want to talk about any more negative crap. Let's, let's, get, let's get going here. Well, yeah, let's get it resolved, you know. That, yeah. I mean, that's what I really want. I want it to get resolved. Mostly and... for, that, for the other family, too. Right. Um, the college family and the and the and the player as well. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, I'm I sure. Want... I mean, just let's get, figure it out for this guy. Bring the people to whatever you're gonna do. Are, are you gonna file a? I mean, is there gonna be a criminal offense here or what? Like, let's let's get it going. And these people want answers, and you know what? All, the fans do too. But um, I think they I, all deserve them too. The fans yeah. and the uh, and, and the, the parents. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The parents of that young kid too. Um, but you know what? Unfortunately, a lot of people are pointing fingers just at the Blackhawks and not the guy actually responsible for doing these crimes. That guy is a piece of shit. Yeah. And they don't say that enough. 
Yeah. All the rich. They don't. You never hear about them. They hear the Blackhawks did this and that. No, this guy was a scumbag. So we need to call him out on his bullshit more, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, He was prosecuted and he was prosecuted for, you know, what was it? Indecent uh, something with a with a kid already yeah so he's but already he, a, he's already a registered sex offender so I, I, I don't i don't know if there's like a hunt for justice when this has already happened or are they just coming or just coming after the organization because they believe that he well actually that he enabled them in the way and well, and if, if that's the case you know what does everybody want do they want everybody fired because the person responsible for it isn't there anymore. A lot of people that were there in the senior leadership, they're not there anymore. The only people that are left are uh, McIsaac and uh, and Bowman. And people, first, you know, everybody wants this to go at Bowman's feet. And to be honest with you, man, what is what is the what does Danny Wirtz like? What is his motivation for keeping Stan Bowman? I, I think this is Rocky. Honestly, though, man, I think this, him. this this happened under Rocky's watch. Well, actually, well, and, well, here's the thing. And and actually, this this is something that needs to be stressed very, very strongly, is that Rocky Wirtz does absolutely nothing with the running of the team. He has people do it. He's just he the owner. It. He, yes. shows, <laughs> he shows up to games, watches games. He gets a report on the money that's being made. That is it. He makes no personnel decisions. He gives that response. Well, previously, he gave that responsibility to John McDonough. John McDonough was fired last year, so they split his position into, into two positions. And one of them Stan Bowman has, and I forgot the other woman's name, that the, the new woman. Oh, the, the one they just hired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And if you talk about w- walking into a bad situation, but... But nothing anyways, to do with her. That was decades ago. Nothing to do with yeah. her at all. Yeah, yeah. right. So, so, so th- this is w- what I mean is that Rocky is 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 off. He has nothing to do with this, uh, as a smart businessman would be. Uh, but so Danny Wirtz is is in there now. He is the CEO of the team. What is his like drive for keeping Stan Bowman? Considering this thing is going on. The entire fandom, you know, if you look on Twitter, everybody wants Stan Bowman fired, you know. I and, wanted Stan fired after yeah, 2010. Everybody <laughs> wants calling for his job. And it had nothing to do with this case. It had everything to do with his team sure. breaking his team up. So, sure. I mean, yeah. So is it going to get to a point or are the Blackhawks going to see that, uh, that, that, that Stan Bowman, just him being there, him being tied to this uh to these allegations is is going to keep the cloud over the organization well this is uh, it's an olympic thing too they right. don't even want him to I be mean, the yeah, uh, I, I didn't even get GM. into that yet yeah it's crazy they they don't even now i think a, a group uh kids abuse group um recommended he be taken off the board or uh, his position be removed the general manager yeah, yeah. But I gotta, I gotta jump back a little bit here. So, I mean, I'm not an expert in law here, but if a police report was filed at the time, this guy would never be able to get a job ever again. Right. I, I've been a coach since 2006. I have to get a background check, fingerprint tested 
every single season I coach. So I'll, there's a lot of a lot of things that they failed with because I mean technically I don't know the NHL it's USA Hockey like I mean it's it's at the NHL you should be getting background checked you should be getting screened and if this was they should have filed a police report when this happened and I know uh what was the strength and conditioning coach he uh was it Goodman no it was uh Paul Vincent Vincent okay he he said we need to file a police report. Oh, this sorry. guy it, it was the it was the skills coach Paul Vincent. Vincent he right. didn't he recommend yes. that the, yes so that was the right thing to do right and they didn't do it so right. this clown got hired by another school with no but here if they would if he would have filed that police report and this idiot tried to apply or get a recommendation that. Background check would have came up. He abused somebody and they wouldn't hire him. This would be he wouldn't even get a job at Burger King with this. And the I think this is where the Hawks screwed up with. If they would have done the right thing right away and not try to hide it and push it under the rug, we wouldn't be in this mess now. Yeah, it's such a it's such an original, you know, uh, position because they're probably weighing should we are are they legally liable for filing that complaint i think that the player responsibility would have been to file that complaint and then from that point the hawks could be like oh we got this complaint against you we're going to investigate you we find out it's true we're going to fire you you know because you can't just fire somebody just to fire somebody do you know what i mean you know you it's hard to fire somebody yeah it really is there needs to be a uh, you know that that complaint against you it needs to be proven true and then from that point you know they they can fire him so i think that's what they were looking for and who knows maybe in the investigation they asked the player hey did you are you willing to file a uh, a police report on this. Maybe he said, "No, I'm not." That's like, okay, well, we can't fire the guy if we don't have the yeah, evidence here we don't to know. do this. Exactly. So this is why I think the Hawks are being quiet with stuff. Right. Maybe right. they have record and that's of. Not, and that's yeah. not what the fans want. No, they know? want answers now. Well, because the, well, yeah. the, the problem is, is that we there's a difference between believing what is right and you know having it from like a moral standpoint, than when you get into an an organization and. And in doing these things and enacting them, because you can't just outwardly fire somebody just because of, you know, they're accused of something. Well, you know, it's like what be, we talked about with be, Kane, right. Evander Kane. Right. Like we both, honestly, if we both just read the article of Evander Kane was betting, we'd both jump all over it and say, wow, that piece of shit got caught. And stuff is coming out now. And it seems like he's going to be innocent now. And right. he he didn't do that, and it's like that's your you're 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 reacting with emotion instead of waiting for truth. So that's what's kind of hopefully going on with the Hawks, and hopefully we get to the freaking bottom of it soon because I'm ready to. I, I dude, I want to be in the playoffs again. I'm I'm ready for this playoff hockey. I I, I want to see the Hawks back up at the top, and I don't want to be. I want to get rid of this dark cloud and. Yeah, we got some exciting new players. We finally like we're we we're kind of rebuilding on the fly, I guess you could call it. We 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 got some good young guys. We got some good pieces we just added, and it's exciting. It is. So, 
It is. I, I mean, I, I hate talking about this stuff, you know, so because I. I, I just want it. I just want it over with. And I want the people responsible, uh, to, you know, t- taken care of, to be honest. With I you. just want that guy from TSN to just move on with his life because he's made the whole Blackhawks <laughs> yeah. bashing the Blackhawks his whole life. Yeah. What's his name? Rick Westhead. Yeah. It's like you're a sports writer and man, you are just you should have been a criminal investigation uh, journalist because Jesus, man. <laughs> yeah, maybe he should be out there solving murders. Jeez, you should be on like making a murderer, like finding out like <laughs> what why he did it. <laughs> this guy is like a one hundred percent anti Blackhawk. Yeah, he is. He is. He'll throw out a hit piece here and there, but um, you know, I don't know. Whatever. That's cool. That's cool. It's his thing. Do your thing, but I mean, he he does put out some good information, and he obviously does have his sources. But it's like, look, you don't need to put out a the same article every three days, you know, looking Saying for accountability. Oh you know. my God, yes. It's, it's, it's old. Yeah. Yeah, it's old. Moving on. The Phoenix Coyotes are going to go back to their Kashina logo full time, which everybody is going to love. Uh, love you know, it. it's such an old school. Uh, how do you say? It just brings you back into the vintage. fields of old times. Yeah, it's vintage now. Uh, you know, it's funny. Their their logo now is actually pretty clean. Their uniforms are pretty clean. And normally, that's a that's a good way to go. But for some reason, their Kashina, like their whole Kashina thing, man, it just works for Arizona for some reason. Like yeah. I just get this this feeling from it. And uh, it's really cool that, that they're going to be going back to it. They're old. Uh, they're, you know, their jerseys are really cool. And um, I'm really excited for it. I'm sure that's uh, so the what player would you too. buy? What, what player would jersey? I buy? You'd buy uh, Phil Kessel's, wouldn't you? No, I'd, I'd start off with a Jeremy Roenick's. No, current player. Oh, you'd, okay. buy, you'd buy Phil Kessel. Oh, okay. Current player? Uh, Phil Kessel with hot dog stained mustard spots no, on the front no. of the jersey. I, honestly, I might go with a Nick Schmaltz. Is he on the team? I'm pretty sure he is. <laughs> I don't think so. I got. To, let me double check that. I'm pretty sure I think he is. He's, I think he's been bouncing over a little bit. Really? Yeah. Nick Schmaltz. Yeah, man. I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I don't even think uh, he's in the NHL anymore, man. Wow. I'm going to have to take that back then. <laughs> what about, come, a, what oh, about no. an old Mike Smith? An Mike old Smith? <laughs> no, no, no. He is. He played 52 games last year. With the Yotes? Yeah. Oh, well, good for him. 52, 70, 70 the year before. Um, maybe we can trade him for uh, Dylan Strom for Nick Schmaltz. Or get Brandon Saad back. Why not make it three times? How the hell are we going to trade Dylan Strom for <laughs> for, uh, for Saad? For Sodder? Oh, St. Louis. I'm just saying, we, we trade oh. for the same players a lot. Oh, yeah. Bring, hey, bring back Andrew Ladd. He's over there, too. <laughs> he's in the... he's he's uh, His contract's uh, bouncing around in the Buried. AHL right now. Buried in the <laughs> Buried. AHL. Yeah. That's too bad, man. He was he was such a great player. After he signed that contract with Brooklyn, though, he just went completely down the drain. Yeah, poor guy. He he was awesome in 2010. Yeah, he, he have, was. He was good for the... Bowen. Love that line. Yeah, he was really good yeah. for the Hurricanes, too. Yeah, he was. He, he he was a rookie when they won the cup that right. year. I think him and Cam Ward came up together. Yeah, they did. Good friends. So, and also on uh, Phoenix News, they put in a 1.7 billion proposal to build an arena in Tempe, Arizona. So we'll see how that goes. That'd be pretty cool. You know, maybe uh, have some attractions to bring some fans in. You know, build it and they will come type of a thing. 
I don't know, man. I doubt it. I mean, Shane Doan is, you know, his family is only so big. He's the one putting up all the money. <laughs> is he, he's a scout, too, and I think they just drafted his son. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna, we want to draft another donor. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, we also got the Blackhawks signed uh, Nolan Allen to a three-year entry-level contract, $875,000, I believe. I uh, watched the the prospect game between Minnesota and the Blackhawks the other day, Friday. I didn't watch Sunday. And uh, Lucas Reichel looked pretty good, man. Um, I don't think he's ready for the big game yet, but he looked pretty good. He looked pretty quick. Uh, he looked pretty defensively responsible. And uh, he, I saw him pick uh, pick somebody's pocket and try to set up Colton Dock for a, for a shot. And Colton Dock was playing pretty well, too. He looked like he was out there trying to make an impression. And uh, I can appreciate that. Uh, but he looked, uh, he looked pretty good. I think Theo Fox was raving about Allen in his latest article. On Nolan saying, Allen? Yeah, and Theo Fox, if you guys want to find a good beat writer, that guy's one of the best. Hockey yeah. buzz, Theo Fox. Very, yeah. very good. I've actually got an article of his ready, that I'll queued up that I'm going to read probably right after this uh, podcast. Good. But uh, let's talk about the Brady Kachuk situation. Now, this kid, he's, he's, he's a good player. He's been in the league for what, like two or three years now? And yep. um, I don't believe that he should be sitting out for a contract. Or he's, they're, he's threatening to sit out. His dad sat out for a contract. Matthew Kachuk sat yep. out for a contract. It's looking like he might sit out for a contract too. Matthew Kachuk actually commented on the contract talks recently himself saying that it's a family affair him negotiating getting this contract and uh yeah he's played three seasons he's played uh he's never scored over 25 goals never went over uh, 45 points and he's sitting out looking for a contract and he's been a minus player his entire career now yes he is playing for ottawa a rebuilding ottawa a rebuilding ottawa right but He's the main piece. You can't be sitting out like a super, saying you're a superstar when you haven't scored over 50 points in a season. Because these aren't, these aren't draw, draw, draw dropping numbers. 22 assists, 22, I'm sorry, 22 goals, 23 assists in his rookie campaign, 21 goals, 23 assists next season, and then in the, in the shortened 56 game season, 17 goals, 19 assists. So he was doing so, better. Yeah, he's that a 20 season. goal guy. Yeah. But he's an average goal scorer. But you can't be be sitting out for that. Um, I, I'd give him eight times eight. And really? Make it easier. Yes, I would. I give him eight times shit. eight times eight. He's gonna be the future. He's gonna be the man here. A twenty goal he, scorer being the future of the of the of the team. Oh, dude, Brady Kachuk. I think he's better than his brother, and he could be better than his brother. You just yeah. give him. You build a team around him. He's gonna be a stud. I, I think I would I think it would be cheap cheaper to give him eight now for eight, but I don't think Brady wants long term. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I think Brady wants shorter term with high high money as well. And you know, I mentioned the reason behind that in in the last podcast. If you didn't get a chance to hear it, is because the salary cap is going to be going up 
obviously over the next yep. few years next four years in. it's going to go up the next four years i believe it's going to go up one million a year and then on that fifth year it's going to go up five million so it's going to go up about nine ten million dollars within the next five years when after when when that when the when the cap hits gets that five million boost you're going to see a lot of guys who are looking to hit free agency that year because the the uh, the, the contracts the salaries are going to go through the roof it happened with the nfl it happened with the nba big time we had regular guys in the nba signing contracts for 25 million dollars a year for five years regular regular joes the main guys big guys are making 50 million a year just to give it a little little bit of context so mcgregor you know mcdavid's contract um i I caught myself Uh, matthew's contract marner's contract um you know these contracts are going to look you know pretty pretty nice in the next four years so so maybe you're right maybe that eight million won't be so bad it'll be be like four years from now but i'd like to see him scoring at least 35 goals for that i think he could i think he could they're they're doing it right down there or up there i'm sorry they are um you know they got Shabbat. They got uh, they're drafting well. They're stockpiling, and from what I've heard from fans, even Maple Leafs fans, they had a hard time with that team last year. They had a, a facing them. They they said they were competitive. They were kind of they're kind of like Nashville. You know, they're just not a lot of not a lot of skill, but you know they're they're hard to play against, and um, and uh, they give them time. Let them get older and let them build more, and they're going to be a good team. Really interesting. Yeah. So we got Tarasenko holding out. We got Jack Eichel. Is they're both reporting to? I'm not holding out. They're both reporting to their teams, but they're looking for trades. Now that makes it kind of awkward a little bit, saying you don't want to be there. You know, I think they're both. Well, they're both wearing a letter, and mm-hmm. they're both on. You know, reporting reporting to camp. As players, do you think players are like, hey, it's just part of the game, you know, whatever? Or are they like, man, you're not, you're not here. You don't believe in what we're doing here. You know, we, we, I, we don't I want bet you in the 50, locker room. 50-50 in the 50-50. locker room. Yeah. So, uh, so well, that'll, that'll definitely divide the locker room then. Well, well, Ryan O'Reilly says it's not a big deal, but Ryan O'Reilly pulled the same crap. Yeah, he did. He, he pulled the same crap. He didn't want to be in Colorado. He wanted Multiple to go to times. Buffalo. Yeah, exactly. So it's not a big deal to him because in the end, they're all for themselves most of them and it seems like um i'm not sure what sanko's issue is um probably hate you know, st louis I, I, i'm not sure i don't get it i he won a stanley cup there he's kind of gonna never have to buy himself a beer in that town ever again right uh he's he's a dynamic forward he's having trouble you know staying healthy but i, I haven't heard a reason why he wants to go is he unhappy with you know, his line or his role, nothing. Uh, Eichel, we understand, is, um, you know, his the whole neck thing. Uh, but he's going to report to camp, too. And what I don't get is, okay, you're complaining about your neck. If you're injured, why are you reporting to camp? That's what I'm unsure about. And if I'm a young Buffalo Sabre that just got drafted or I've been drafted just, you know, in uh, previous years and I'm trying to make the team and this guy's wearing the C and he's been trashing the organization. I'd be like, you know what, man, 
stay home. We don't we we don't want you here. That's that's me though. I'm old school. He'd probably tell you something like score 30 goals in a year then you can fucking talk to me. I under, yeah, you, you're <laughs> you're probably right and he could. But I'd be like, dude, all summer you've been whining about wanting to get traded. Yeah. Whining about your neck and what happened? Did did you jump in like magic water and your neck doesn't hurt anymore? So you're coming to camp. So you're so you're fine or are you hurt? He might or just be, it, he might just be showing up to to just to be a part of the team because he is still a member of the team. You know, it's about the it's about the dinero, brother man. You, you think he, so? Oh well, oh. yeah. He won't get paid unless he shows up. Yeah, he wants his cash. But I don't blame him. I yeah, ten million a year. Yeah, I'm gonna freaking be the first one at the door. <laughs> I will too. But, I'll be I'll be freaking mopping in that place if I had to. But I'm <laughs> I'm not gonna be uh, all buddy buddy with the guy. Like, hey man, really? You're, even even the GM Adams, Kevin Adams, like, yeah. Why don't you say, hey man, you know what? Stay home. We're gonna try to move you, and we we don't want this to. It's gonna be a circus all season with right. that team. It's not gonna be about hockey. And they're going to take the spotlight off some of these good young prospects they might have. And you know what, man? That's the, the GM should have been working this. Kevin Adams should have been working this from the get-go. So that, I'm so, sure he has, so though, it but it's, it's well, difficult. He be, you, there's, yeah. you know, he's in a bind. He's in a bind. Your superstar wants out. You're not going to win. Look at what happened with Seth Jones and Adam Boquist. I don't care what anybody says. Adam Boquist isn't half the player that Seth Jones is. But they had to trade him. They had to because he wanted out. He said that he wasn't going to re-sign there. Meaning that if they did not trade him, he was going to walk for nothing. Well, they learned their lesson with Panarin and Bobrowski in previous years. You lost two elite studs for nothing. For nothing. And I applaud them with that. They got re- they got it done. And guess what? We're focused on the draft. We're going to build now. I don't want to be talking about this all season. Or like uh, Pierre Mark. What's his name? Uh, Pierre Mar- Dubo- Mark Dubois. That was their whole season. That overshadowed everything. Yeah, it did. And it, 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 the, Nick Foligno was pissed off. He was a captain. Yeah. He's like, this is ridiculous. We're, we're here to play hockey. Please stop, you know? And yeah. They, they, they learned asking him. They learned from that. They got rid of Jones. They got Boquist. Some Talk people say he's too. <laughs> well, yeah, Felino, yeah, uh, and he's a little bit older. And they, you know, they're they're going to rebuild. They're yeah. starting from scratch. They had like four first round picks, I think. And I I like the GM Yarmo Kekalainen or whatever his name is. And I like John Davison as the president. He left the Rangers. Yeah, with all that Wilson crap. But I like him too. He's a hockey guy. Right. Knows his stuff, but back to but back to Buffalo, man. That's what they need to do. I was yeah. just gonna say, you need yeah. to take a page out of Buff or uh, the Blue Jackets book here, right? And get it done before you start, so yeah. you can focus on your team. One hundred percent. Look, you don't you you don't have leverage here. Your player does, and you're screwed because he wants to leave. You have you, ha- you you. I mean, get a good package for him, but you can't be asking for the world. You know, yeah. like one superstar, another second liner, and like four first round draft picks. You know, I'd ask you- for two first round picks, a prospect. That's it. That's all. You, that's the best you're gonna do because mm. I, I mean, you're you're not gonna. Well, that becomes you're, you're going on the to team, lose though. the trade. You're going to lose the trade no matter what. Just yeah. don't lose as much. <laughs> right, man. But what there- a. There's what not a, a lot show. of options. Who is going to take a $10 million contract with a guy who you don't know? 
Is his neck okay or not? That's what right. that's what they need to find out. I, I I've been hearing the Ducks and the Kings. I mean, well, who else can take them? There's not a lot of teams with salary cap space. I mean, yes. we can jump back to Ottawa. <laughs> hey, maybe he wants to play with Brady Kachuk. That'd be pretty sick, actually. He needs a sniper. I think Brady could be one. I think Brady could do it all. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. He's just really young. I think he's too yeah, young to he'll be get there. Out. He'll get there. I think we're going to learn a lot about Brady in the Olympics, and we're going to yeah. be like, thank God he's American. <laughs> So moving on, Travis Zajac retires under a one-day contract with the Devils. Uh, I think that's pretty cool. Fifteen-year, fifteen-year career in the in the league. Congratulations, you lived your dream. Uh, did he win a cup? Um, I don't think so. I, I think, think he so played either. in that final the one year. Um, I think they, yeah, the they Devils lost. played the Kings. I think. Uh, yeah, when they did they lost. play the Kings? Was that 2012 when they faced? It was Quick versus Brodeur in the final. Oh, I don't remember. I'm not sure. I think that I think it was okay. I would. I, mean, I think I'd remember. I love watching the Devils. Yeah, uh, kind of reminded me of a Taser. You know, yeah, I he was. He, he was pretty. He was solid, man. I mean, he was. He was. He was probably a. He was probably a. Uh, how do you say a really undercover? You know, like superstar. You know, he was really yeah. good in 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 his own end, and he contributed offensively. I thought he well, was really good. Parise left. That was it for him. Yeah, that's what. Yeah. That's what really. Uh, it, it just went downhill after that. Prime Parise left. Right. Yes. That that hurt him a lot. Big time. And you know what? They lost that leadership. And speaking of leadership, Artemi Panarin has notified the New York Rangers he does not want to be a captain. I give him credit for that because uh, you know it, it's really it's really cool. I think it's a really big honor to be a captain of a of a of a, of a hockey team of an NHL yeah, franchise. Original six, huge, too, yeah. huge, huge responsibility, and he just wants to go out there and and shoot lights out every night. And you know that's 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 respectable. Um, which really goes into show what is leadership. A lot of teams these 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 days are. Just giving the captainship to their to their franchise, the the future guy, and you know maybe that future guy isn't a leader, and they need to better assess who the leadership is going to be for you know for that team. Jack Eichel, <coughs> sorry, excuse me. <laughs> you know they uh, who's a good example of this is Detroit. It took them Stevie think, Y. It took them a little while to decide who the captain was going to be. To be honest with you, I thought it was really drawn out. I think it was really really evident that uh, Dylan Larkin was going to be the, was going to be the captain. He, they, he, he was drafted f- from them and he's been with them for forever and he's been leading the charge. I don't know. I don't know why they wouldn't just name him the captain outright, but it's all good. What is, what, what about you, Matt? What do you think about leadership and naming the captain and, well, and, and the trend of, of, of just giving it to the, to the superstar. Yeah. To the, to the, to the kid, to the superstar kid that is yeah. surrounded by solid, a solid supporting cast. Well, not everybody is wired to be a captain. You know, you, I think Vinny LeCavalier, when he was young, they, they gave him the captain and it, he bombed it. Like he was bad. They ended up taking it off him because he was, you know, he wasn't ready. Uh, when I think of a good leader as a kid, obviously, you know, you got Stevie Y was one of the best. I mean, there are so many inspirational videos of him just doing the little things and, you know, pep talking his team, just patting everybody on the back, even not saying a word, just follow my lead on the ice. And 
Uh, Joe Sackick was another one. Taves, we all know he's one of the best captains in NHL history. But nothing wrong with what Panarin says or what what he's doing. I mean, he he says, I don't know English. Uh, It's hard or it's a lot of off-ice responsibility, and I'm not up for it. And I can't give it 100%. And uh, I, I really respect that because some guys, you know, get that see thrown in their face and they're you know they're like oh yeah yeah this is yeah it's mine oh this is great and then they realize wow this is really hard <laughs> like i got i got guys dogging it and i gotta let them know they're dogging it and i don't want to be that guy you know and you gotta step I, up to them yeah we're talking gotta, about grown men i gotta challenge the coach and hey coach this this is not working man this is not working we gotta change it and now i'm getting now i'm i'm in the middle of him so it's not for everybody. Some guys are wired different. So I think um, what he's doing, there's nothing wrong with that at all. And I, I admire that. I mean, he's, he's honest. I don't know English, he says. And I don't feel comfortable speaking to the media. I mean, there, I mean nothing wrong with that at all. And we, we, we've seen Panarin play with Kane. It was probably one of the best like tandem or what do you call them? Like uh, lines we've ever seen. Yeah. Like these guys were scoring almost every shift. It's it felt like, I mean, Kane got the heart because of him. Yeah, that's how good he is. So, you know, you put well, him uh, out and there, then, and Panarin, Panarin also got a reputation because of Kane, though, as well. Well, he, yeah, they helped each other out. If he would have started each other off out. in Columbus, I don't think that he would be the superstar he is today. No, but I mean, you clearly you put him with anybody, he's gonna make you better. He made right. every single player right. on the ice with him better. I mean, even Jones was better with him. I mean, right. Bobrowski was better. I mean, just it, it, the guy's a stud. He he's just gonna he'll be top five in points every season, and he's gonna do his job that way. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I agree one hundred percent. Do you got anything else, man? You want to throw in? Uh no. I mean, I uh I think I just saw something about um. Oh, it's a uh, Nolan Patrick got he was one of the last guys. Well, he's like the last guys on the list holding out. Uh, Vegas signed him 2.4, uh, I think for two years. I actually like that kid. He, I know he was on Philly, he had some, uh, I think he had like a headache. He's headache issues. He's he's been having his whole career. He's still young, brutal, but I think that he's gonna fit well with this team the way he plays. He he kind of had a breakout year last year and. I think Philly was just done with all like the uh, you know the injuries there you know they just don't want to deal with them anymore. But right, I like to see. I'm rooting for him to have a good season. All right, cool. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for tuning in once again. You know we appreciate it. Give us a follow on Twitter, Mike Pre fifty seven. Uh, we got Matt 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 Mateo Ryback and uh, at Tomahawk Chicago. Give us send us a message. Let us know what's up. You know, we got a lot more news coming up. You know, things are going to start getting going. Dog days are over. Dog days of summer are over. And the hockey season training camps are going to be starting this week. And then before you know it, we're going to be talking about games. And we're going to be having interviews coming up. We're going to be having uh, a lot of collaborations with other podcasts. It's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, stay tuned and uh, be sure to check us out. Uh, you know, each week we're going to be dropping them. So uh, let us know what you guys think. This is the Tomahawk. We're out of here.